Welcome to Tamimi Talks, an insightful podcast series on the latest legal news and developments across the Middle East and North Africa. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Christina Sohatsky, Senior Counsel and Head of our Healthcare and Life Sciences Practice in Saudi. And I'm joined by my colleague, Margaret McKenzie, an associate in our Kuwait office. In this episode of Tamimi Talks, we are discussing the regulation of health data in Kuwait, particularly as it applies to the provision of healthcare services. So let's jump right in. Technology is finally pervasive in the healthcare system, but of course, for all the benefits this brings, there are new hurdles and new risks. One of the most talked about ones, of course, is the proper handling of data and compliance with data protection legislation. So let's address this from the perspective of the delivery of healthcare. I know, particularly in recent years, Kuwait has issued a number of regulations and decrees applicable to the provision of healthcare services, such as home care, telehealth, etc. So, Margaret, can you tell us more about the various pieces of legislation? Thank you, Christina. Yes, there are a variety of applicable laws in Kuwait uh, related to these healthcare services and home care services. In particular, there's the law on the practice of the medical profession and allied health professions and patients' rights and health facilities. We can call this the medical profession law for short. And there are also the CITRA data protection regulations and legislation, CITRA cloud computing rules. And last year, decree number 37 of 2022, which we can call the cybersecurity decree, which established the National Center for Cybersecurity in Kuwait. Also applicable are ancillary laws, such as the law regarding electronic transactions. Now, a unifying theme in all such legislation includes the need for consent from the data subject. However, with health data, there is the additional burden of keeping uh, this health data at a higher standard of protection than personal data. So for example, Citra's data classification policy and cloud first policy tells the different levels of data sensitivity. So the data classification policy in Kuwait has four levels of data and level three of the data includes private sensitive data, which includes medical records. So health data would fall under level three data. Yeah, we've seen that really across the region where health or just general data protection legislation is a bit in flux, it's changing. And kind of the unifying theme is regardless of where the current regulatory landscape sits, patient consent is needed. Now, in some countries, that's not enough. Patient consent doesn't automatically give you the permissibility to transfer data overseas, for example, but at least that's fundamental to any sort of treatment of patient health information. So with that, Margaret, can you tell us how the healthcare-specific laws in Kuwait have evolved to further embrace the use of technology in healthcare? I understand there's been some, some recent updates that you, you touched upon briefly, but I'd love to hear more about them. So as the positive step in line with the global spread of telehealth services, a new article in the medical profession law permits the provision of medical services at home and remote healthcare. Further, it permits the use of artificial intelligence and developed technologies according to the controls, which are specified by the Ministry of Health. They haven't yet introduced the controls. However, we expect more regulations and information released in the not too distant future. Additionally, the electronic transactions law requires that personal data or information entered in the electronic processing records or systems relating to health condition must be retained privately and employees may not unlawfully inspect, 
disclose or publish any such personal data or information. Any disclosure of such information requires the consent of the data subject or court order. These laws would apply to service providers and the ever-expanding telehealth space. Now, uh, as we've said before, we expect more telehealth laws and regulations in the not too distant future. And this is a really fast paced and evolving sector. So there are traditional healthcare service providers such as physical hospitals, but there's also those providing remote home care services, telehealth, there's software as a service in the healthcare space, so even data as a service. So how should companies that are operating perhaps across the Middle East or even internationally, at least when they're considering their, their data management plan, how should companies prepare for these evolving laws in Kuwait? Yes, that's a great question, Christina, because in Kuwait, you know, everything, it, it's evolving very quickly. And since telehealth is dealing with particularly sensitive information, it is important that organizations leveraging such technology be prepared for any kind of data breach or cyber attack. Organizations should be aware of local data protection and the local cyber landscape, have appropriate policies and practices in place to address these vulnerabilities, and regularly access comprehensive advice to comply with local laws and regulations. So by way of example, uh, recently last year, there was the newly enacted National Center for Cybersecurity, which was established by the Cybersecurity Decree. Now the Cybersecurity Decree hopes to build an effective system of cybersecurity on the national level in Kuwait. Now, health facilities in Kuwait and online services and applications vulnerable to cyber attacks, and those kind of cyber attacks might lead to operations being shut down, potentially loss of records. So this cybersecurity decree hopes to build an effective system of cybersecurity on the national level. And uh, it should protect local establishments, which include the health sector. Now, uh, health facilities in Kuwait and online uh, services and applications, as I said, could be vulnerable. And so it's very important that companies and organizations leverage all technology and are aware of what is going on uh, locally and regionally. Well, these are certainly themes that we're, we're seeing across the region. Um, you know, UAE and Saudi come to mind in particular. And it's quite an active legal and regulatory space when not even for healthcare, but across sectors. Um, so good news is we have expertise and a strong presence across the MENA region. In fact, we have 17 offices across 10 countries and our healthcare and life sciences practice operates across all of those offices. Uh, a fun little tidbit about Tamimi is we actually have a very diverse group of employees having over 50 nationalities working in our firm. So with that, I will say thank you for tuning in. We hope you found our discussion insightful and interesting. We did write a law update article on this topic as well. So please do take a look at that and we will make sure to continue to post client alerts and updates as these uh, legislation and legal and regulatory landscape changes in Kuwait and across the region. If there's any area of conversation that you would like to discuss or want more information on, please do get in touch with us. We'd be happy to assist. Thank you for listening to Tamimi Talks. Stay updated with all the latest legal news and developments on our social media channels.